0: The TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Please. Look at this. Go on, say Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. The first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, I'll be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is... Andy. Who will be the companion. So welcome back to Smaller on the Outside. Uh, Today's episode was called Knock Knock, and the first thing you're probably going to think of when you hear the, the title, Knock Knock, it's most likely, you know, the reference to the last thing you saw in the last episode of Doctor Who, where there was a little bit of a knock-knock on the big box downstairs. Right. Uh, and we're like, oh, that's a good title, maybe we will learn a little bit more about that, and I guess you could probably say that, but not really. Um, we didn't, we didn't, okay, so the title doesn't specifically refer to that at all, but we do learn more about well, sort of, we get another glimpse at what's going on in that area. It's always glimpses. Always and only glimpses. That's obviously the season arc. Excuse me. Um, so, Knock Knock, Uh, it's basically about, it's like a, kind of making fun of some haunted house stories, probably. Probably. So it starts off, alright? Now you're probably going to have to explain this to me, because I, I was a little lost here. It starts off, and Bill has, like, a ton of roommates. Like, a ton of them. <laughs> like, where did that come from? I thought she didn't even go to the school. And- uh, well, I, I don't think, I don't know if they're all, yeah, I guess they kind of all seem to know the doctor, so they, they I guess they do all go to the school, but I think she just knew one of the people, and then that person knew the other people, and they just kind of, you know, decided to get a place together to save money. You right. Know? So, they're all looking for, like, uh, uh, a house. Cheap place to live. A cheap place to live. Um, so, they're looking everywhere, but suddenly this old geezer conveniently shows up and offers his creepy haunted house uh, slash castle um, for cheap, basically. Yeah. And the kids are like, yeah, this this place isn't creepy at all, I love it. And then they sign the contract. Um, So at night, while it's, you know, lightning and thundering and all kinds of creepy things, one of the students decides to turn on the record player and play some creepy classical music to go along with the tone of the scene. Uh, He heads out of the room and is attacked by something off screen, which heads into the intro uh, theme song, and we... Learn that's written by Mike Bartlett. Yes, Mike Bartlett. What other stuff has he done? Um, I think that's, that's it. Just this, this is one. the this is the only one. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's getting those new writers. Um, so when it comes back, uh, Bill's at her current living situation, wherever that is at her parent house. I don't know what it is, and she's got her moving boxes in a corner. Which is what the TARDIS lands on, which obviously loads the boxes into the TARDIS. So my yes. question is, why wasn't she? Why didn't she just like hang around that corner too and just kind of show up in the TARDIS, you know? Um, <laughs> instead of having to enter the the long way around. Uh, but we also we learned that Bill has no idea what a regeneration is, and the Doctor wasn't gonna tell her what it was either. Right. Because he wants to surprise her or something. Because, you know, surprises are fun. Uh, and then he gets to the cast of the haunted house, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he notices there's something weird and creepy about this here house. So he insisted on helping her unload her stuff and act like her granddad. Or that's what she called him, but he said he wasn't old enough to look like her granddad. Her words, not his, uh, because he doesn't think he's old enough. Right. Um. Uh, Anyways, that night students start making jokes about the house being haunted and all that, and that's when they all start hearing some weird sounds coming from the kitchen area, but it's just Bill's creepy doctor granddad who's outside looking, I guess, at the trees Mm -hmm. uh, because they said that it was windy or whatnot, but...
1: There was wind
0: in the trees, yes. There was wind in the trees, but there wasn't actually wind outside. The right. trees were generating their own wind, basically. Uh, and, well, or you, they seem like they're moving like like they would in the wind, but there was no wind. But there was no wind, right. Um, that's kind of when uh, Mr. Landlord randomly shows up. Maybe he's the creepier of the old guys. Um, and he's talking all about keeping his daughter protected, whatever that meant. And then he kept on knocking on wood, I knock, know. knock. Knock knock downstairs in the box. No. Uh, sorry. That was not mentioned. Only what? I was talking about the, the box the Doctor and and uh, Matt Lucas are regarding all oh, of these yes. all this knocking that's going on. Um I thought maybe, you know, with all this stuff happening, I thought during the episode like it was gonna connect somehow, you know. <laughs> well, I thought so too. I you know I I knew that this episode, well, I saw the next week's preview uh, last week and I, I knew it was going to be like a haunted house type thing and that, uh, and everything, but I thought almost like people got sucked into the box and knocked or something, and like it would be this double meaning and then they had to knock-knock to get out of there, like maybe Matt Lucas was hearing the knock-knock of the doctor trying to get out or something. Right. Uh, like I thought something like that might happen. Um, but no. <laughs> this is just uh, kind of a, an episode that's all standing by itself. It just so happens to be called Knock Knock, and the knocking has something to do with the story, sort of, but not the way you think it would be. Um, he's also got one of those chimey things, the the musical key maker that you hit, and it creates a buzz. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of... You know, you hit the, it, and it, 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 it right. creates a short tone in, in whatever key that you want. Um, And he hits it all the time on, on the wall, just like knocking. Um, but we don't know why until later. Uh, The doctor asks the landlord who the prime minister was, all random-like, and the man can't answer. I don't know why, though. Did you notice that that the doctor list that when the doctor was listing off all these prime ministers he also mentioned Harriet Jones? I did. I heard Harriet Jones. Yeah. But the man couldn't answer uh or was deflecting the question uh before, Well, that's but, answered later. And then he knocked on the wood uh the wall again. Uh but it but is it Yeah, it's to do with memory. Yeah. And I, I you have to tell me again later. Because I kind of forgot about that. I was like, ah, he's an alien. He's an alien. It must be. That's why he can't answer the question. And then I was like, apparently not. He is actually a human. Uh, I was thinking at that time, I was thinking when he didn't answer the question, I thought maybe, and then, you you know, they were talking about all the old stuff in the house, like outdated uh, uh, plugs and stuff. mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe the house, like, time traveled from the past. Time traveled from the past. Maybe he's a ghost, not an alien. Uh, Some... Lots of different explanations, but it's like none of that you could actually guess because it was something weird. Um, So when, uh, you know, all the kids are starting to head to bed, at least half of them, uh, there's this guy named Paul. He hits on Bill before she rejects him, (laughs) and then he acts like he's getting sucked into his room because the house is jokingly haunted or whatnot. (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, something happens to him, it sounds like he's getting eaten from beyond the, the door, and they start freaking out. They don't enter the door. or isn't there, the always, isn't there always, like, a character like that in in haunted house stories? Like, there's always there's, a character that's a making, joke, making fun right? of the idea of a haunted house, and they just get killed they the, the, They're the first ones that always yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh... <laughs> Well, as Joss Whedon said in um, The Cabin in the Woods, I think it was the jock that dies first, or something. Right, that's another, yeah. Like, uh, it's always somebody who's dumb gets killed first. Basically. Um, And that's kind of what's going on here. I feel like this episode in general kind of uh, brings together some horror genres, um, because there's more than just, like, one. Mm. Anyways, he gets in there, he gets all eaten, and they're all, like, freaking out. They're not opening the door. They're like, are you okay? And then he knocks on the on the wall, and they're like, ah oh, ha ha, very funny, knock on wood, whatever. And uh, and then all the walls around them start knocking twice as well, which uh, is creepy. <laughs> uh, suddenly, uh, all the doors and the windows in the house kind of lock themselves. Uh, and before they before they all complete locking, one of the girl escapes and apparently gets like eaten by a tree. And not not just locking, but like sealing too. They're sealing, and when you think of this, you, you you're thinking metal gates and like bars and stuff like that. But it's all. Well, you wood. know what I'm thinking. Well, the doctor's not gonna be able to open these doors now because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. I thought, made of wood. <laughs> I, I thought about that. I was thinking this is all wood. The doctor's got a screwdriver that doesn't work on wood. I thought they were gonna mention it, but. Like they're lo- they have locks, but because they're now sealed, it's sort of like a deadlock thing. <laughs> and I only heard him use the screwdriver once. He didn't even see it; you heard it. Uh, but no, he 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 uses his screwdriver as a light later. Oh right, doesn't have one of those cell phone lights. Um, but obviously it doesn't work on wood. I, I wish they would have uh, they would have done it because that was kind of cool. They sealed the house with wood, not metal or anything. Right. Um, and the whole house is like a you know wood cabin, even though it's like a rocky castle from the outside. Um, (laughs) Anyways, one of the girls gets eaten by a tree. Um, Probably one of those alive trees that are swaying without wind. So, uh, upstairs, Bill and her uh, gal pal roommates and stuff, or one of her gal pal roommates, get into a room and find one of their guy roommates inside of the wall. Kind of like the enslaved pirates in Davy Jones' ship. Uh... Kind of what's going on there. And uh, right. also, coming out of the walls now are bugs. Tons and tons of <laughs> big, scary bugs. Um, so this is where I'm like, okay, so we have the possibility of ghosts. I mean, the walls are eating people. Uh, we have bugs, lots and lots of bugs just kind of showing up out of nowhere. This is like a horror genre episode. Like, it's just making fun of uh, all the genres all at once. Alright, so after that, Bill and her gal pal head up to, uh, Fiona and Rapunzel's high tower in the, in the, uh, in the castle, which is where the landlord is keeping his daughter, you know, which is supposed to be under his protection, and, uh, which is being kept alive by those insects somehow, which eats Bill's gal pal friend. <laughs> like literally she just disappears she just gets like sunk down to the ground and just disappears like they really disintegrates were ravished or like they were really hungry and uh, i assume uh, these people were all dead you know i'm, yeah. I'm thinking yeah uh, when that when that last thing when that last person gets gets eaten up i'm thinking okay are we really gonna have this episode where all of bill's friends just got killed <laughs> well they were well i was like i i get it first of all they're pointless, and they show up out of nowhere, just like a a bad villain from a Smallville episode, and everybody knows who they are! And then, uh, and then they die, or something happens to them where you never see them again, which I don't think we'll ever see any of these ever again, anyways, but, uh, uh... Probably not, but I don't know for sure. So they're chewed out to the ground, it's like these, I don't know, termites ate them completely to death, uh, and, uh, Another reason why I thought that wouldn't be too unlikely is because the doctor's letting a bunch of people die again, and he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Which is his, like, whole thing. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't care as much as this doctor. Never really has. That's um, true. So, they go to the high tower. Um, these insects that are eating people are actually giving life force to uh, that daughter of his, who's apparently... Apparently, completely made out of wood, kind of looks like one of those uh, weeping angels. Uh, what I was thinking was, um, you remember the uh, like the Narnia type episode? Yeah. Where there was a forest and then the, there was these wooden creatures. Yeah, I, I do. remember I was thinking maybe wooden, it would be connected to that. You know. I remember the wooden creatures as well. I thought it was kind of a halfway between them and the uh, the you know, weeping angels. Yeah, there was there was a wooden weeping angel, wasn't there? Was there? Because I don't remember. I think there might have been a wooden one. Um, like, uh, during, during, uh, or no, I'm thinking of Wooden Cybermen. Really? There's Wooden Cybermen? I don't know. Yeah, that was on, uh, the time of the Doctor. Well, uh, regardless, when she peeks her head around the corner, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a talking weeping angel, and we're all doomed. Um... <laughs> Anyways, the doctor starts to do, quote, unquote, his thing and says that he figured out the high-pitched music or sounds makes the insects multiply uh, and live and eat. And uh, he figured out the father of this girl isn't actually her father, but rather her son, because boys like insects, not old dads. Here's the the thing. If the high-pitched sound is controlling these things... yeah. Um, uh, here's an obvious answer. Use the sonic screwdriver. Well. <laughs> yes, but he didn't need to because there was a music box there. Uh, but we also learn at this point that that music, um, note, uh, echo jigger the old guy had, whatever that's called. Uh, that was, cr- um, controlling the insects. Right. So, um, they figure out it's the sun... That's just grown older, and he's the one that brought her the insects in the first place because boys like insects, not old men. <laughs> I think that's the main reason why it's the son, and, uh, and also because he's old. I think it's because he's old, uh, right? Well, he, so, if he if he was her father, he probably wouldn't be there anymore. So why didn't this guy? know the prime minister. Okay, so I guess. Something that the bugs did to him, like like they took over his body or something, something weird like that, and and they or either that or the way the way that he's controlling them is somehow eaten away at his memories. Something about memory. It was mentioned memory. Let me see if I can load that scene up and see what he says. That the something about the memory loss. Let's see. Uh, I skipped over it. It said the lice preserved his appearance and his voice, but not so much his memories. So how long was he supposed to be alive? But see, that's what I don't understand. Because if he was a kid and it's been seventy years, I well, I guess he looks—he doesn't quite look that old, does he? Unless if if he was like a seven-year-old kid and he's in his seventies, he could look that old, I guess.
1: I don't I'm know. Really it's confusing. They
0: preserved his looks because he'd still right. be a boy. Right. Right. I don't know, that's confusing. And his voice would sound like an old man, too, so I don't think they did anything. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe kept him alive. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. that. Maybe something they were doing was uh, the way he... Uh, that's what I was thinking, the way he controls them, somehow he's connected to them, or they're in him somehow as well. Um, but I don't know. Anyways, with the help of the doctor... Groot decides this isn't how she wanted to live, and so she found out that she can control the bugs herself, and decides to use her because new- Because she's the parent. she's the parent. She decides, right? So she controlled the bugs to kill not only herself, but also her homicidal son. <laughs> so two more people- Murder, adopt. suicide? Yeah. <laughs> Saved, saved, saved by a murder-suicide. Yes, murder-suicide. Two more people <laughs> that the doctor allowed to die. Didn't intervene True. at all. She even said thank you to the doctor, and he just he kind of stared at her. Him. Yeah, he encouraged <laughs> it. He said, you go, girl, because I don't know. If you were to remain alive, I'd probably die, so you'd go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> uh, so anyways, he yeah, had two more people. The doctor encouraged to die. But it's okay because the insects are now regurgitating the people they ate. Yes. So in full c- condition like I-, I don't know how this works. Like yeah, I, I don't, don't know if they're eating them and sending okay, them into another the dimension pro- or what. This is the problem I have with it. If they can bring back these guys, why didn't they bring back all the people they ate throughout the years throughout the years like yeah, hordes of people. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's just uh you know Swallows them first and then uh, digests them later. Well, I, I feel like I feel like they. Well, it says they're in the walls, right? Right. It eats right. them and puts them in the walls. Um, uh, I guess so. The people can only live so long while they're inside. That's true. The walls. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's just because because the people would have you know eventually died in the walls after a few days. Right. Whatever. The the wall dimension. Because I don't think if you started tearing down the walls with a pickaxe or something, you'd be like, oh, there they are. You know, I think <laughs> I think they're in, like, the wall dimension. Like, when you're watching uh, Doctor Strange, when he goes into, like, the mirror dimension, uh, it's, right. like, the wall dimension. Um, so, there. There you go. That makes much more sense to me now. Because other <laughs> people just... So, when they were sucked into the wall dimension, they saw a whole bunch of dead people just kind of laying around. Because they were in there for so long, and they just died. <laughs> Could be. Uh, anyways, that that was basically the end of the episode before they go back to modern time and the doctor returns to watch Modern time. Modern time. Uh, uh they never they didn't travel in the past or I, anything. Oh that's right. I I guess they didn't actually travel the time. They travel back to no. the, the school that the doctor is you know is right. working at and he home base he takes over the job of looking over the big box uh downstairs that Matt Lucas was watching well the door not box the door right. or whatever it is i have no idea what it is and uh matt lucas is like hey the thing was like knocking and stuff and our friend inside right our friend our friend inside is uh, wants out and all this fun stuff and the doctor's like you go now you go and do whatever you do and i'll i'll look over this time and this is where things actually don't don't tell me whatever it is that you do. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> and this is where things get a little weird. Yeah, um, because he know we we know at this point that he knows who's inside. Either who's inside, what's inside, right. or and and the other guy seems to have at least some clue. Uh, at least not necess- He might not know as much as the doctor, but he seems to n- right more familiar with it. Um. Than- he was in the last episode. Now, the doctor didn't seem, like, angry or scared or uh, anything negative towards who's in the box. He's like, I, could, I brought you something to eat. I brought you something to eat. And then no answer until he said, we could talk about stories about kids getting eaten. And then whoever's inside is playing a piano and starts playing Jack Goes the Weasel, real happy tone-like, so whoever's inside wants to hear stories of kids getting eaten, which means they can't be a great person or thing. Well, not necessarily. It could just be that, that that suddenly sparked their interest. Not necessarily that that's what they like, but right. that just makes an it makes for an interesting story. Right. Could just be that. Um, now does that give us any more insights to what's inside this this behind the door? Not really. <laughs> I uh, I, I was thinking uh, because you know, uh, you think a pop goes the we- weasel from the uh, from the Jack in the Box, right? And then Jack Hart is it Jack Harness? Is Jack Hardness in the box? Is he gonna pop out like a weasel? <laughs> Jack in the box. Jack, yeah, but see, Jack. I didn't think of it as a box though. I just thought of it as a door. I know, but it's a door, a door it's to not something. Just a normal door. It's not like it was always there as a door. It's like it it's like it showed up there like and whoever's in there can't get out so it's more like a prison and when you think of prisons you think of boxes, don't you? Not really. <laughs> a prison cell is like you're stuck in this box and you I want out of this box and stuff like that. I don't know. That's just what I was thinking. Um it's I not, not like it's just, I think a prison break. If you just go into a door <laughs> in a room, there's windows and they just escape out of the window or whatever. So it's a prison of some sort. Maybe. Well, that's interesting. So, okay, th- there's a lot of talk of prisoners too. Uh Nardole and the Doctor both seem to be prisoners uh in some way that they are supposed to be stuck yeah, on earth. They're prisoners to Earth for some reason. Which and then this per this person, this thing, whatever that's behind the door also is a prisoner. Right. So that seems to be a common theme that the prisoner maybe that something to do with what what's going on for the whole season. Yeah, well I mean whatever the case is, this broom down here is at least a big part of the story arc for the season. Uh is it is it part of the reason why the doctor is imprisoned on Earth, or, or is it just uh, related in, in, the, in the theme? <laughs> Not sure. but I'm just trying to figure this out, because he acts friendly to whoever's behind the bar, but the person behind the bar is imprisoned and likes hearing stories about children being eaten at the same time. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out which should, how that even works right now uh, I don't know, but I mean so we we don't know what this thing is, and we also don't know why the doctor is supposed to be stuck on earth, so basically, we've gotten nowhere <laughs> <laughs> it was basically it's like a it's like a teasing episode it it, well, it was it, yeah it was interesting kind of a... enough to be that horror or whatever genre, but like. As far as adding to the actual plot, I'd say it only did in the very end, which didn't actually do anything except maybe give you some more empty clues if If you think about it, the same thing happened in season eight uh, pretty much at the end of every episode, they jumped forward to that uh, heaven place or what was it called the <laughs> I thought it was called heaven. The... Yeah, it was called Heaven at first and the, but there was like a a sphere, something sphere. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh but anyway, the, at the end of almost every episode it jumped forward and you, and you would see uh it was was it Missy there? Yeah. Yeah, it was Missy and the heaven place and that eventually that all built up to a really cool finale, but uh <laughs> every episode is basically its own thing and then suddenly that so it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, right? I oh, don't know. I I I don't know what's behind door number one or <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I have my own thoughts and and everything, um. But I won't share them <laughs> as per uh, uh, uh. as per spoilers and crap. So uh, maybe it's himself. He's like <laughs> that. Would be weird. That would be weird. But other shows that are on right now have done weird things like that. (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers. No spoilers. Right. For shows that don't relate to the show. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Um, all right. So, overall, I'd say it's probably, it's an okay episode. Yeah, I I didn't care too much for it it myself. It was just okay, uh... I't mean, of... get I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so maybe that's why I felt <laughs> a little uh, bored but <laughs> I mean, a lot a lot of stuff was was happening in it uh, which kind of you know takes your attention off the fact that not a lot's happening from the actual arc of the season uh, uh then again, I tend to not care as much about uh episodes that kind of take place in present day. Yeah, I mean, if you know, you're gonna have a TARDIS, you can you, you know do a whole bunch of stuff. Why just well, cross the except, street? Except when it's when the Master's involved. Then 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 it can start get interesting in present day. But other than that, right? It's, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Master. Yeah. All right. Um. But, anyways, um, that was this episode for this week. I don't know the title of next week's yet. I guess we'll learn what that is and. I've seen it, but I forgot it already uh yeah, it's pretty much how it works <laughs> uh but uh we'll, we'll I guess we'll see you next week but uh don't forget to like us subscribe to us head out to the website of sort of toecast weebly com email us at dave at dave com uh tweet us tweet tweet l- like us follow us, and uh yeah, so Oh, you got anything else to add, Andy? I don't think so. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. If this was the first time that you're listening, thank you for tuning in as well. Uh, We'll be back next week with Doctor Who once more, and we'll see you then. Peace Uh, out! Peace out!